and welcome to We're Freaking Out. This is Jeff Horst. And Astro Navarez. And uh, welcome back. Yeah, sorry, I've talked over you. Oh, it's okay. Um, Today we're going to be freaking out about cryptocurrency. Yes. Um, We are trying to learn ourselves. We got crypto... I don't even remember what year it was now. It was years ago now. And we, because of that, you would think we would know more. Yep. The last boom. Basically, we were uh, interested in it. I don't know. You want to make up a year? I think we got Bitcoin when it was like somewhere between 13,000 and 15,000, uh, 12,000. Yeah, that sounds like about different, right. Like different increments of, of that range. And we were interested in it. Because uh, we had some uh, during that time period. And then when it crashed, we uh, panicked and we became less interested in it. Yeah, and I didn't sell it, but I should have just bought a bunch more if I would have known what was good for me. If you would have known what was good for you. But today we are watching the documentary Cryptopia. Yeah, and you have to say it like that in that cool voice. Cryptopia. Yep. Dun, dun. Yep. And uh, we're going to learn a lot. Uh, some of it we'll be able to explain, and some of it it'll just be the stuff that you have in your head, but you don't know how to turn it into words. Yep. And uh, we've been looking into some other coins and different types of mining and trying to figure out what an NFT is. So, all right, we're going to share all this information with you. Yeah. And so, we're going to we're going to watch this documentary now and uh we'll potentially check back with you. Yeah, yeah. So this we're going to ep- watch it and take some take some breaks and uh and check in. Yes. So, uh basically, if you are interested in cryptocurrency and uh all of the people that you've had explained it to you were too smart to dumb it down for your brain, then uh, hear it from some crypto dummies like like us. Maybe it'll make a little bit more sense than it did before. Woo-hoo. Hello. Hello, we're back. This is our crypto episode, and we're about thirty minutes in. We are thirty minutes into the documentary Cryptopia. All right. On um. She's gonna say it like that every time. Every time on um, Amazon Prime. That is where this is. Um, Let me look up who made this documentary. I see him in it and I don't remember now his name. Director Torsten Hoffman. He's the creator? Producer slash director. He also made the uh, documentary Bitcoin, The End of Money as We Know It back in 2015. Yeah. Yeah, he was the guy that... He's the guy in it. He's the producer, director. Yeah, yeah, the creator. Um, The thing that's hard about crypto in general is people always want to ask what it is, and that's always confusing. Yeah. There's there's adjectives of what it is. Like, it's decentralized, which means it is... Then you got to look up that up. Right, right. It isn't like (laughs) a location like a bank. It's not in... Uh, Chase Bank. It's not in a building. It's and it's not um, regulated by the government or any government. It's global, so it's not uh, used like a credit card where 
fees are going to come out of it and a company's going to profit from it. And, and what I just always get confused by is its location. There's an address. Bitcoin has an address that goes to your Bitcoin wallet. And that to me gets so confusing because I'm like, so is that on a server? Is that in a place? Is there a place for crypto? But that's the kind of stuff that I get hung up on. And I think some people get hung up on Mm -hmm. in not wanting to invest in it because they're like, I have to know exactly what it is. What really the biggest thing to know is it's a currency and it's value is going up because it's becoming more popular, more understood, understood, more useful. And it doesn't seem to, it keeps going up in a rate that if you invest in it, you're going to get more than you would in a savings account at Chase where you get Mm -hmm. three cents every month Mm -hmm. because you're relying on the people, on other people who are also buying it and selling it. So you're not relying on an institution. So people participate in it. Yes. And I think that's why young people like it because it's it's something that's something it, they can participate uh, participate in. It's an equalizer. So it doesn't matter if you're a zillionaire mm-hmm. or it's not like you can't get like a crypto black card, you know, it's Yeah. It is the same for uh whatever 18-year-old buying it as it is for a 65-year-old buying it. Mm-hmm. It is what it is in that regard. But anyway, want to want to talk about its history? Let's talk about its history. Go well, ahead. Uh, well, one thing that I like that the film opens up uh, the film opens up with is it goes into in order to describe what it is. It kind of ha- we kind of have to just describe money as we know it today, and uh, most money is already digital. And I liked how it broke it down of saying like there's a hundred hundred and twenty trillion in the world. And it's all created out of basically it's all cre- when it's created, it's created out of debt that needs to be paid back in the future. But it's never going to be paid back, which is already kind of weird and confusing. Yeah, because it said, you know, p- the government prints money and then that is considered a debt. There's not enough money to pay that back. So it's funny that people don't trust crypto, but they trust a dollar that isn't yeah. even a physical dollar anymore. It's not a physical dollar anymore. It's a ledger. Like crypto is, they call it a ledger, where you write uh, your transactions on it, and it's a continuous ledger. The same with the transactions from your bank account mm-hmm. is a ledger. It's digital. Mm-hmm. Most money is digital now. The existence of credit cards that we have right now, there's cause it causes such an inflation of prices all throughout each step of who's touching this from the bank process uh, to from the person spending the person receiving there's just so many fees and also just the shadiness of banks and credit card companies to begin with that I don't think I, I didn't really understand until watching this like I knew that I knew that they were shady but they were showing just all of these headlines of all of these things swept under the rug of there's so much awful, terrible things that these companies have done from like collapsing entire economies and murder. They said 10,000 bodies. Yeah, <laughs> of, thanks. Of banks. 
And it's like I, bank- I don't know exactly what that was about. Yeah, but, but it's it's like banks are so big they can't be punished. It's one of those things where it's like you know only only small companies are ever held accountable for anything. It's like look at Disney. You know what I mean? Like Disney. It's all these companies that get like canceled. Uh, you know, all these smaller people that get canceled and it's like, oh, we know Walt Disney is a racist. Are we going to take, are we going to cha- take the name of Disney out? And you're like, no, Disney owns a third of the world. What are you, <laughs> we're not changing that. They were giving examples about uh, banks that had uh, admitted to helping Mexican drug lords and they just are allowed to do these things because yep. they have enough money to pay their way out of it and that they said that if all these crimes that banks commit were actually punished, that it would collapse the economy. So, yes. So they do so much damage that they we can't even punish them. So when people want to bring up um, all of the illegal activity that cryptocurrency is used for because of it not being as easy to trace who the person is and who's exchanging these funds from in the transaction. It's like, yeah, the the money is used today digitally through credit cards and just banking systems is, is is used for so much illegal activity. Yeah. That is funny funny. to even compare it like, Oh, but people are selling drugs uh, with, with Bitcoin. And it's like, yeah, people are just murdering entire. (laughs) No one's ever bought drugs with a dollar. (laughs) Only crypto. (laughs) Cause you know, when you go to the guy selling crack in the corner and you have to bust out your Coinbase wallet so you can get your crack, that happens. Buying crack, buying crack and Ethereum and Ripple. <laughs> so, what? Uh, anyway, the history I was talking about though was in 2008, a man named Satoshi Nakamoto released a paper on the internet saying, "Yeah, they Bitcoin's call- a thing." Yeah, it was like nine pages, and then explaining what Bitcoin. And that, is which is a blockchain cryptocurrency block it uses blockchain technology i don't think bitcoin is blockchain bitcoin is bitcoin and yes. it's uh the way that it's that it operates and the way that it's uh it operates under blockchain technology and his real name is not satoshi nakamoto that's just what he said it is nobody knows nobody allegedly knows. nobody knows who he is some people say that it's the government because they wanted to uh, compete against the, the the collapsing economy, and that was their way of like getting ahead of the facts. So that nobody giving fake control to people. I'm using my conspiracy theory voice. Does it? Did you guys hear this? The difference. Nobody knows who it is. Like nobody knows who Q is. Yes. Or Gossip Girl, <laughs> or the Masked Singer. <laughs> Nobody knows. I mean, don't they say who the masked singer is at the end of that? I don't know. I've never watched it. Yeah, me either. Um, I wonder how many guys have claimed to be him, though, to get pussy. Or just like that's your dad. Yeah. Or your uncle or uh, something. I know yeah. my dad's uh, Satoshi Nakamoto invented Bitcoin. So, like, I can buy you a drink. <laughs> that's what. I, that would only fail. You're like, buy me a drink. Bitch, buy me a Lamborghini. What do you mean? This is your... D- 
So his stash, this person who's real or not, I don't know, is said to be 50 billion. And that was in, this movie was made in 2019 and released in 2020. And already the way they were it's, quoting. And Bitcoin is over like 10 times, is worth five times more right now. So Than it was then. They can't even release a movie in time for it to be timely. Because the weird thing too about crypto and about Bitcoin or whatever coins is that there's not really a place a, there's there are a lot of places to get information but it's not like the stock market where you can call fidelity yeah. and they'll run down everything they can't mm -hmm. wait to talk to you about it and then they also always say with the stock market like oh you shouldn't do that yourself you know you should have a professional look at your portfolio and make sure that you diversify correctly and make sure your age is corresponding with when you decided to retire all these things that crypto is is not even in that world basically yeah, you, can't go, you can't go to school for this yeah, it feels like... You have to watch children on YouTube explain it yeah. to you. That's how you learn. It's YouTube. It's Medium. So mm -hmm. I read a Medium article today. It's talking to people who have done it through experience. It's it's just... Uh, and it's not it's the United States. It's mm -hmm. global. Yeah, and what, what I find interesting is uh, some people's critique of of uh, crypto being, you know, just how easily it can go up and down. And if they don't understand it, then it's harder to, you know, really have faith in what you're putting your money into. But I mean, for that, I guess my, my counter argument is just like for stocks, the, the amount of money that a company makes and the value of the company doesn't always go in line with how well the stock performs you know what i mean like a, a company can be i mean we've seen amc and gamestop and it's as a perfect example like if everybody just decides to put money in a in a, a stock the stock will go up in value so it's it it's interesting to me that people are like oh but it uh, of you know speaking bad about crypto and and saying that oh but you don't understand it. So it's like, well, you know what, AM, you understand uh, the companies of stocks and it still can go up or down just based off of whatever uh, without any understanding. Yeah, fluctuating. The fluctuation markets, and the validity. Markets fluctuate for Not weird validity. Reason. What am I trying to say? Volatile? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't feel right when I'm saying it. Right. They're volatile. Volatile. But there is a word that you're trying to say. Yeah, that I'm trying I don't to use it. it I'm trying to say volatile, but in a, in a different tense. Yes, you're going for the adverb, and yes. I can't help you. Do you understand whenever they explain the blockchain itself? Kind of. Try to explain it. Uh, the blockchain, it each the the uh, okay the purchases the the transactions of using cryptocurrency is put into this online ledger and it fills up a book and when that each transaction is independent and can't be duplicated and when it fills up an entire book uh, then that book is closed and then they take out another book so they I think you can refer to those books as like a block and each block is just adding on top of it 
and it creates a chain. And if anybody were to try to uh, edit or change part of it, it would break the entire chain. So it's like a, a way of everybody can view this. This is a thing that people can look at and it's you can't see the name of these transactions so you don't know who you can see somebody bought 50 billion dollars worth of bitcoin but you don't know who but you can see that the transaction took place so the blockchain is kind of an insurance on itself so yes. something it's holding it's credibility not- so they're like everybody can tell what's happening in this currency so it it kind of eliminates the it it allows people to you know do illegal things i guess because people can't be held accountable you can't see the names behind it but then it also allow it it takes away some shadiness in the fact that everything is out in the open where that's not necessarily you know with 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 uh credit cards yeah the an- really. it has anonymity it has um no tax mm-hmm. it- doesn't have it's instant it's instant it doesn't have fees unless you i mean the wallets themselves have fees but like you were saying before with when you pay with a credit card you pay interest and potential fees to your credit card company the person you buy who is uh, you're buying from has a merchant account so they have to pay the credit card company there's tax on that and on the transaction itself, and it is dependent on the currency of the country that you're in. So all of that is gone mm-hmm. with, with crypto. So yeah, obviously there's politicians that are being funded by these banks and credit card companies. So to the best interest of credit card companies and to, of big banks, they would obviously be against cryptocurrency just in general, which is why politicians have tried to get rid of it, it goes along with free speech because this is just people agreeing to something on the internet. So, I mean, you'd have to... The the, the, com- the countries and the places in the world that uh, are more against free speech are also the countries that are against the use of crypto in their country. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like America would can't really be against cryptocurrency without putting themselves in the same position of the countries that we claim to be better than all the time. Um, it is funny when they show, they were showing clips of like CNN and um, I think it was Fox News or a lot of news clips with people like Warren Buffett talking and uh, different financial news people. And most of them are talking about how it's not going to last, how it's bad, and and this was even years ago now where it's gone up in value way more. But if their whole economy is built on the back of the stock market, of course they're going to say it's bad. Of course. All of their money that, that they have is wrapped up into these companies that they've invested in. Uh, it, it, so, of course, they're against it. That's, it goes against all of the, the ways that they've acquired money. Um, so I, I, I want to say one of the wallets that, uh, so you can keep your crypto in a, a, a digital wallet. And so they just call it wallets. And I believe that, was it Switzerland 
has like a vault yes. with some insane security measures of like when people want to, they talk about KFC and, and like, like this is like Ocean's Eleven 007 movie type shit that nobody could even, you'd even, you wouldn't even make this up. Uh, and it He's hold- talking about the recipe of KFC. You just said talking about KFC. I thought, well, did people, I think people get it. Okay. Just the recipe was a secret recipe yeah. that was split up between like six different people in six different places. And Yeah. I guess I over uh, underestimated if people didn't know that about KFC of the different vaults and there's like armored trucks that will <laughs> uh, take a, a piece of the recipe somewhere else. And anyways, this, this, uh, this wallet, this company... Um, uh, they say it owns about 10% of all cryptocurrency in the world, of, that it holds about 10% of the cryptocurrency in the world, even though that number can't officially be confirmed because that goes you know, with their secrecy of just and it how... it's in a mountain. It's in a mountain. It's, you go in this vault that is underground with armed guards, uh, and they have... They... they you can do fingerprints to get in, but the fingerprints, uh, some of the vaults are in some of the rooms you gain access into with your fingerprint, but it has to be a pulse. It has to be an alive person. Like they've even thought of the fact that somebody might just kill a guard and take their finger to try to get in, and that would not work. I just thought that that was insane. So one of the th- the sentences that they, they said in here that I thought kind of summed up the importance of, of how far crypto has gone is they basically said, so we have, there's billions of dollars worth of data secured in digital banks deep inside secret military bunkers. So like, that's not, (laughs) that's not something that happens for a fad. It's clearly here to stay at this point. And even, I would think that even investors, stock investors would say invest in crypto just to diversify. I, I don't know they why are right people... now. I think it was it JP Morgan? I believe, I forget who it was. Now I'd have to Google who, but there is a bank that at this point has came forward and said that that for your own financial future, it's we're getting to the point where that's just going to be recommended that you should put some money in crypto if you're trying to diversify your funds and plan what... for the future. What's weird is, like with Bitcoin, it always goes up in value. Well, it crashed. I forget what year it was. We bought it in the worst year we could have bought it of the last, I don't know mm, how many yeah. since it came out, basically. Mm-hmm. We bought it in twenty, the end of 2017, beginning, beginning of 2018, and mm-hmm. that was when there was the last boom and then crash. It, like, rose up to that point. Mm-hmm. Then we got it, and then it crashed down to like five thousand dollars it was like twelve thousand thirteen thousand fifteen thousand then like five thousand four thousand yeah. and that and was then, and in retrospect that's the best time to buy it after something if you if you accept the premise that it will only be worth more in the future as more companies take uh use of of bitcoin and crypto in general if you accept that as being a truth that it's only going to go up in value, then when it crashes, that's just the best time to buy it because you're essentially just getting it at a discount. Buy the dip. Buy the dip. Um, yes, I just Googled it. JP Morgan said that investors uh, should make Bitcoin 1% of their portfolios. It's weird because Bitcoin's always going up. So I've never bought anything but other crypto with Bitcoin, but 
if you did at any point, the value of the Bitcoin goes up. So whatever percentage you use to buy a thing, then that value just changes later. So at some point, somebody went to the first restaurant that took Bitcoin probably and bought a beer for one Bitcoin. And that might have been when it first came out, however much that was the value of a beer, let's say. Now, their beer costs $55,000. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird because they there were places, like there was a place in the- Michigan that said they accepted crypto and it was a deli. It's just so weird to go in there and buy a sandwich with 0.0057, you know, amount of crypto, whatever it is. I don't know. That's how the, the fractions of a Bitcoin are confusing because that's how you end up having to pay for it is put in the fraction 0.00029 or whatever it is. So let's say you bought it with the value of a sandwich in 2017. Now your sandwich costs $2,000. Yeah. His, so I've, I found it out. I found out the first Bitcoin uh, purchase of somebody using Bitcoin as currency to purchase something. It was for two pizzas. Uh, on the May 22nd, 2010, uh, Laszlo, I might be pronouncing this wrong, L-A-S-Z-L-O, uh, Hanyacek, all right, I shouldn't have even tried to say it. I'm just going to sound stupid. Anyways, let's call him Laszlo. He made the first real-world transaction by buying two pizzas in Jacksonville, Florida, for 10,000 Bitcoin, an amount uh, that, th- and in, this is in May 22nd of 2020, it was, it's worth $45 million. So Wow. Yeah. It's even more now. It's even worth more now. So... <laughs> Because, I mean, originally, you know, there was people that were getting it on the ground floor. There was 10 cents. You know what I mean? Like, it, it started from nothing. That's weird. I just don't mm-hmm. know how I could ever accept that. That's only regret. Yeah. he. I mean, this article says he has no regrets. Oh and I'm like, God. sure, whatever. Of course you're going to say that. He's what are you just gonna tell bragging. If, if, you, if, you say, if you say that you have no regrets, that sounds way better And if, if people are interviewing you. Because everybody wants... There's a million people that interviewed this guy. What are you going to tell every interviewer that you want to fucking kill yourself? Like, that you can't tell... You know what I mean? You can't say that. It would just be depressing all day. So, of course, you have to say that. I do remember them saying on the documentary that the first Bitcoin wallet was created because a guy wanted to buy a beer on his phone instead of on a computer. So I guess that man who bought the pizzas, what it used to be was you had to type in because Bitcoin to access it in your Bitcoin wallet, there is a password slash address, whatever they call it, but there's a, a... Mm-hmm. a long line of numbers and letters. And it used to be that you have to take a computer in, type those things out. Now there's QR codes you can scan and the wallet on the phone, because, well, I guess before that there wasn't a wallet. So it was just somehow on a website, I guess, if it was mm. a computer. But now he invented the first wallet on a phone and then was able to buy beer, which probably now costs millions of dollars as well. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go back in. We got two more uh, thirty-minute chunks. It's a, it's about an hour and a half long. We're just watching thirty minutes. We're gonna pause it and talk to you guys about it. So we're going into uh, round two, 
and uh, stay tuned. Hey, folks, guess what? The Detroit Women of Comedy Fest is back, baby. We're going to be streaming across Planet Ants channels on June 4th and June 5th. That's their Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. You get it. There's going to be so much funny stuff. We're talking sketch, stand-up, podcasts, live stream, workshops, special guests. Head over to DetroitWomenOfComedy.com to find out how you can join the fun. Yeah. We're back. We are back. Oh, man. We caught up a lot. It's starting more things. Okay, like if before, one, we only understood like one out of every four things they said. I'd I'd say now we're at like 50%. Yeah. That's a solid F. That's a failing grade in school. If you get 50% of the test. Sure. But I mean, but now that you think about it, it shouldn't be. If if you assume I knew zero, and now I know half of it, I mean, I, I'm I I fail. Yeah, it's kind of harsh. It really is. They expected children to be smart for a while, and now I think they just push them through. Okay. I mean, if you, I hope nobody's getting any financial advice from this podcast. Like, nobody should be listening to this. Like, did you hear these financial experts? I think you should listen to this and think. Oh, I'm trying too. Thanks for trying with me. And then you can watch us try and then mm. say, I relate to that kind of trying. Yeah, like you could even play a game at home where you count how many things you know we have wrong. I don't think we said wrong, wrong stuff. I don't, I don't know. The I'm, only a, thing I'm that assuming not, but I mean, how? I mean, if somebody told, if somebody argued with me, I'd just say, sure, I'd just side with them. I mean, I'm not, I'm not passionate. And any of the information that I'm learning right now. Well, I'm watching it in trying. a movie and I'm trying to repeat we're it. We're learning. Yeah, we're learning. We're learning and we already had faith in Bitcoin. Yep. So if somebody was like, should I put money in Bitcoin? We did and it was it worked in our favor. Mm-hmm. So the experience, at least we could say, hey, yeah, diversify. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's real. That's real. You're right. From experience. Some people don't know what crypto is at all or blockchain technology or a ledger or a... We're trying. Okay, so some people believe that this, like, there can only be one and one has to be the best cryptocurrency. And I don't agree with that. I feel like there are now so many... Um, currencies that can do, or coins or tokens, whatever, that can do a thing. They can serve serve a a purpose purpose. and you can invest in them. Mm -hmm. And they do um, something, they do a pro, they run a program or they do, they have a function. That's the word. And I just don't see why some people are hung up on like, well, Bitcoin is here. It's going to get overtaken by this other coin because this other coin is better than Bitcoin. But it's like it's, yeah, there's no it, better than the original uh, at times. I think that uh, there's too many. Yeah, like you said, there's too many different purposes. So it's like there's no I, I don't understand if this were to become as this becomes more popular, there will only be more needs that will be met by the different types of coins. 
because blockchain technology is well, a blockchain is uh, Bitcoin is on a blockchain. There's another coin, the second most popular coin, which is Ethereum. That is on its own blockchain. What we learned in this was that the creator of Ethereum went to Bitcoin and said, hey, I have this uh, technology that would have a blockchain, but would also perform a task like a macro along with it's keeping the address of the More specific. crypto. Yeah. Like it would do a thing. Computer it code. A it, it can add computer code. It can store both crypto and computer code where Bitcoin yes. cannot store computer code. And so Bitcoin told the little Ethereum boy. Yeah, we to didn't mention you didn't mention it yet. Yeah, the Ethereum kid was 19 at the time that he created it, I want to say. Well, then he left then, there. The reason I said it is because I didn't 12. say he created it yet because he didn't create well, he did create it. He didn't name it or anything yet. He just went to Bitcoin. Yeah. Like, "Hey, I, I did this thing." And then Bitcoin said, go away. And so he said, all right, well, I'll create my own blockchain. And that's how Ethereum came about. And mm -hmm. yes, he's like 12. He was 19 at the time that he made it. And he currently looks 12. He's got, he's a pimple face well, billionaire. No, that was from his first documentary, the footage they showed on here. Because it said from Bitcoin, whatever the other documentary was called. And it said 2017. Uh, I so even, four I, years I thought ago. thought it said 14, but. Either way, he. Oh, I remember well, them using the number of 19 years old. Yeah, yeah, he was 19 years old when he created it, but that was Ethereum a long time ago. So he doesn't look like that now. Sure. But he probably still looks like that now. Yeah, I mean, he, he had enough pimples that I'm like, what he, I think maybe his acne cleared up. That'd be cool. He's a billionaire. I know. How are you a billionaire and you're not doing that Alicia Keys stuff? I don't remember what it's called. Proactive? Yeah. Why isn't he at least buying proactive? You have a billion dollars. Yeah. You can put like a cow placenta on your face. You see, the French was... cow placenta. That's supposed to help. Oh wow. Well. You see, when I was supposed to help wrinkles. You know, when I was, I was ashamed of my, I was ashamed of my uh, acne. You know, I was being, I was being reactive, and then I decided I needed to be proactive. Are you auditioning right now? No, that was that's what Alicia Keys said oh. in the proactive commercial. I never thought about they it. They just forced the comparison of the word reactive and proactive and it the analogy didn't really make sense that they that they used in the commercial and every time i watched it i was like that doesn't make sense she's reactive because she'd look in the mirror and go ah and then <laughs> she was proactive she's like you know what i'm gonna do something about this <laughs> then i'm never gonna wear makeup again what where's that little i don't know you're I adding some oomph talks. to the voice that's, that's how she there. talks okay when she's about to play a song she's at oh, the piano yeah. sure so Ethereum has uh, smart contracts that uh, some debate if it's necessary, and then others say that it cuts out the need of lawyers and other people uh, in using contracts and that there's uh, financial benefits. So it looks like that's up for debate. Um, and the creator of Ethereum had a fundraiser, which we believe uh, ICOs, uh, to finance the company. Ethereum is considered programmable money. So different uh, companies were using blockchain technology, uh, or are now. There's a lot of different companies using blockchain technology to oh, this day. wait, I forgot to mention the Ethereum kid. His name is Vitalik, and he has a lisp, too. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of, like... He's, that's the like, American dream right that's, there. You, that's the guy they, you know, they were a Like, he, he lived that... 
were you some, doing the impression of the Simpsons kid, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have a lisp, but if I mean, some other cartoon, yeah, some other cartoon drew a nerd, they would probably draw the Ethereum kid. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. A billionaire. So I believe it was before Ethereum. If they're going in order of when coins and uh, when coins were created, then the next one they talked about was Bitcoin Cash. And, well, no, it couldn't have been because we had Ethereum. And then I remember Bitcoin the Cash came out, or at least... Bitcoin Cash it, was talked about in this, well, uh, before Ethereum was. I wrote that I know, note. but but when it came out, literally, I thought that Bitcoin Cash came out after we already owned Bitcoin and Ethereum. Or maybe that's just when it was on Coinbase. Coinbase is the... It's, well... It's the most is it considered popular. a? Yeah, it's, it's easily the most accessible. But is it con- is that considered a wallet? Yes, on the Coinbase wallet, I believe. I thought Coinbase wallet was different. Yeah, it is. I that, but I don't. I don't want to learn that right now. No, I have to. Oh. Coinbase is an exchange platform, so it's where you can buy different crypto and coins. So Bitcoin Cash came out. And the guy who made it wanted to make it easier to use Bitcoin, but everybody... Yes, yes, faster. But everybody in this documentary, at least, that talks about him just... Oh, no, that's not true. Not faster. Litecoin is faster. Bitcoin Cash, uh, I believe, was created to have less fees. Ah. they. He made it sound like... Uh, the creator of Bitcoin wanted it to wanted Bitcoin to be a currency and be used in exchange for things, and that was what he had intended. So that's why he made Bitcoin Cash. So his Bitcoin is more Bitcoin than Bitcoin, or something. The way he made it seem was they made it seem like he was scamming people, and that people went. He bought Bitcoin.com, and people went there, and then bought Bitcoin Cash, and thought they had Bitcoin. When Bitcoin Cash is a different coin altogether. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And a, so, a lot of people did not like him. His name is Roger. A lot of people do not like Roger in this documentary. So. At least we can give this financial advice. If you buy Bitcoin Cash, you are not buying Bitcoin. Bitcoin Cash is worth like fourteen hundred or something, somewhere in the one thousand something. Yeah, so you're not Bitcoin just getting a good deal. Is worth fifty five thousand a coin. Yeah, yeah. So there's that, and then and, there was. And this is Bitcoin.com. They're like the cash is implied. <laughs> but then there was Litecoin, which is another coin they try to make. And, uh, it faster. And uh, some of the differences between some, some of these uh, coin creators is like the Ethereum kid, for example, he kept all of his Ethereum coins that he had himself. And in Litecoin, uh, the creator did not. He sold all of his, coincidentally, at the highest amount that it's ever been. And some people think that's skeptical. Well, uh, if you own a coin and then you hear that the guy who invented it doesn't even want him anymore, I feel like that's part of what crypto is all about. It's yep. all about the feeling of sure what people want, the demand. Sure. But, I mean, I don't, know I don't want to go too happened. hard on this guy because they made it seem like it's not everybody does either one. I think it's like mixed. Yeah. Because the Ethereum, Ethereum was odd. Ethereum, he, he kept all of his. 
and then Litecoin didn't. You know, I'm not sure where the other companies uh, fall. I mean, you could you can have faith in your product and not have faith in the market. It's like you could be like, oh, Litecoin works great, but I don't know if they're gonna let, if the government's gonna let this even exist. So yeah. I like, don't blame him for trying to get his money with the coins while he knew that he could. Yeah, like you were saying with corporations, they are using blockchain technology now, but it's centralized because it's owned by that specific corporation. But the technology is they they like the technology and will use the technology. So they don't like Bitcoin but then they'll use that exact technology within their own company. Yeah, and they'll use it to their advantage. You know, they could have easily not even mentioned that it's blockchain, but they will because I think somebody got like, you know, they, it became a popular news story. So there is an Australian company called Power Ledger. Uh, basically, they, they create the mechanism that uh, incentivizes companies into investing in infrastructure or like alternate forms of power. So the example that they gave was uh, a landlord could incentivize, um, could be incentivized to have like solar panels because the penance would pay for their energy. And then if the tenants uh, weren't in town, if they leave, if the, if the, if it's empty, then that, energy would then just go to somebody else in the building and then that would save the landlord uh, money. So, yeah, it, cre it creates... Well, they were saying that the tenant would pay the landlord directly so they wouldn't uh, pay the power yes. company. Yes, they wouldn't so pay the power company. So then the landlord company. would make money off of the panels and then when the, if the tenant was out of town not using electricity, they would sell it to another tenant. So then they'd be uh, yes. making money off of the sale yeah. of the access power. And it gives them a reason to try to uh, get solar panels because now that they can make money off of it where before I think it was just, oh, well, you know, you're, you're saving the world. Good for you. Give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah, it's supposed to save money anyway, but now they're making money off of it. And this end you can own, because it's a coin, you can own a portion of it, apparently, because it's a coin. So you own, I don't understand how that connection is, but you can own the coin, and you can do it with wind power as well. But, uh, oh, yeah. But what they mentioned with all the coins is that at one point, okay, there's blockchain technology, and Bitcoin is blockchain technology, Ethereum's blockchain technology with a computer code within those blocks. There are also tokens, which when you're talking about ICOs, mm -hmm. they're... They are a promise, like a contract. So if you create, um, you could create a token, you could create Jeff coins and then say what Jeff coins are going to be used for, like the power ledger thing, like this is what it's going to do. And then you would sell them for like, okay, give me $5. I'll give you a hundred Jeff coins. And then you just have to trust that that company is not a scam. Yeah. And that they're actually going to do what, that the coins are going to do what they say they're going to do, which some of them are performing a task or a function. And then you own part of that mm -hmm. task or function, that value of that. So there were a lot of scams and now, now there are just hundreds of coins. And that's what's different now than when it first came out. And I think what confuses a lot of people too, because... Crypto is overwhelming because there's new coins that 
Coinbase has X amount of coins on it. And then when they add a new coin to Coinbase, doesn't mean, mean it's a new coin per se. It's just more established because Coinbase has more of the less, less scary coins than there are coins that you can go to other apps and who knows where they came from and what they do and who's backing them. So you're really taking a chance. But if you take a chance on a coin that's worth a penny and you put $100 in it and it goes up to $0.05, cents, it's still cheap, but you quad... What's that called? Five times? You quintuple your money. Yeah. I don't know if that's a word. I think just five times. You don't got to guess. You five... What do they call it? They actually say that on here. They call... They say 5X. They 5X their money. They did say that, though. I think so. I think they did. All right. Um, an example... Oh, something I forgot to say earlier. Like what a smart contract is. So Ethereum smart contracts. An example they gave was you could make a contract with somebody betting on the price of another coin. And you could say, by this date, if it were to get to, I bet you X amount of uh, coins that it will be worth X amount of money on whatever day. And on that day, just automatically, um, based on what the answer is, it'll just give the appropriate person whatever they bet on. And so... It was giving like a, that was like an example of how like you can have the contract set to using, if you're betting on something that's electronically based, then it can just distribute the money to the appropriate party without any other steps needed. I don't understand any of that. Like if I bet you something right now. I know, but I just don't know how you would set that up ever. Oh, I, you, you don't. You have no purpose for that in life. Well, then who does? Why is it like important? businesses and shit. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. Like, I get the solar thing. Yeah. But the, like, a bet? I don't get it. That's the part of crypto where I don't think I'm ever going to understand. Forget of the word bet as much as, like, a contract that can, it's not based on a feeling. It's a thing that is numbers that can be figured out exactly. That I know, but no I still don't know, like, okay, let me say... I was, or like some, I don't even know who. This is what crypto's being used by regular people. That's why I don't understand who's, I don't get who's making a contract. But you're saying a dude makes a contract and says, oh, I think XRP is going to go to $5 by the end of the year. Yeah. But who's, how do you do that? Why do they have access to do that? Whoever they are. I don't even know who they are. They are as any two people that want to agree on this right. contract. I'm saying, how do you do it then? I don't understand Oh, it. when I Googled it, there's other apps and it's a whole different world. You know how we just learned what mining was like 20 minutes ago? It, it's a whole nother world uh, of how to use a smart contract. It's not, it's not, you don't, knew? shut up. You don't just do it from, you don't just click on, you can't do it from Coinbase. What you thought you could um, just do everything from Coinbase? No, but that's too advanced. I just don't understand. I yeah. can't wrap my brain around it. So I think I would have to go down that road and figure oh, that out. And I, I, I don't, I for can't. my brain, I just throw it away and I'm like, this exists. I'm never going to use it, but that doesn't make me not believe it exists. I, I, I just don't, I don't have a use for it. So, hey, we are done with our, uh, with two thirds of it. We got another 30 minutes to go. Talk to you after that. And we're back. 
Round three, final half hour of Cryptopia. You ready to break down the end of it? Yeah. So uh, it seemed to pretty much uh, in the the last of Cryptopia, um, from where we left off, it started talking about how technology changes a society and talking about the internet and the automobile and uh, just going into, you know, kind of comparing that to crypto in almost a way of trying to kind of give it hope of like, you can't really judge where it's at right now because, I mean, look at where the automobile was at and look where the internet was at when those started and how nobody had faith in those. And Well, the... I don't know about faith. Maybe with the internet they were talking about faith, but with the automobile industry, one of the comparisons they were making was the fact that it started out, I didn't even know this, they were saying that when cars first came out, there were electric cars and steam engine cars yeah, and all these different... Like 300 to 400 different versions of a... They were saying there was all these cars and then Ford came out and Ford wasn't the first and it just happened to be, I mean, happened to be for... <laughs> whatever reasons, it was what caught on. So right now they're making, they're saying like, uh, with, well, with a lot of innovations and even just products in general, but I know you always equated to energy drinks, like (laughs) the few will come out at first, then Mm -hmm. there could be hundreds. Then it goes down to like 20 and then maybe five. Red Bull wasn't the first caffeinated beverage. It, It was the first popular energy drink it was the first majorly popular energy drink but i mean it kind of stole itself red bull from i want to say was it a i don't know which one was first i I just remember there's an asian energy drink that uh, has a picture of a red bull on it and it predates red bull energy and they just describe red bull is literally just the description of the (laughs) the logo from an asian energy drink that predates it. White people stole something? Get out! <laughs> um, I don't even know if the Red Bull people are white. I mean... I don't know. Chances are. What yeah. are you going to do? But uh, it was interesting because right now we are in the period of... Well, Bitcoin came out, then... I don't know. We talked about the first ones. Litecoin, uh, Ethereum, whatever. And then now they're, we're in the hundreds stage (laughs) yeah there's hundreds of them and that's what i was saying earlier about like some people want to know like what's the best one what's the Mm. one that's going to be the best one what's the one that's going to be the standard when i feel like bitcoin's already established itself as the coca-cola but if one of them Mm. does a better function like how ethereum does has metadata that can perform a function if another one has a better function will that be the one that takes over or will that just be another one but you always have the coca-cola which Mm -hmm. is not the best flavor no longer even has cocaine in it geez (laughs) yeah uh and i think uh, one sentence that i rewound several times to understand what he was saying because this man has an accent uh 
German. German. And there's no caption. It's, our TV's not letting us put captions up. It's so not sometimes... the TV. I think they didn't put it. If all them, them and their damn Ethereum has metadata. You know what else is metadata? Closed caption is metadata. You know what you could have put in your movie? You should have put some metadata in yeah. your little packets so that was, you talked about, he was, buddy. He, he was talking like a vampire and stuff. And eventually it took a while, but I figured out he was basically... that's racist. What, to say that... Can, what races against who? Vampire brand people. Races against people with a German accent. I couldn't. I, guess. I, I, I don't know. I mean, then that's just. What you know, I, there's a real Transylvania. <laughs> I'm trying to care, but there's a real Transylvania. Ah. And I met a dude who was from Transylvania. And I just think that's so weird because oh, I couldn't man. handle you're like, that. You're that from was the, real. You're from the place on the cereal box. Like he's like. <laughs> and, are you Count Chocula? <laughs> And um, he did have this whole like vampire stories and something about werewolves and all this shit. I was like, it's like, oh man, is everybody a were is everybody a vampire for Halloween where you're from? Anyways, all right. Uh, but he said that uh, the automobile from its uh, creation, uh, it it took fifty years for it to change the world as we know it. So uh, things take time. He was talking about how. You make the car, and then then there's uh, then there's roads, and then there's uh, businesses that are going to be built on the side of the roads, and then there's laws that have to be made on like how do you operate on this road, and what side of the road, and what should be required to be in a car, and like all of these rules kind of come out, and society itself gets reformatted and adjusted. Uh, as this technology progresses throughout the years. And that's there's many similarities to that with crypto and other businesses that are being formed from crypto. And the difference... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. We haven't even gotten to where everybody has the internet yet. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Because we consider ourselves to be so advanced. Like the internet, we consider the internet to be like done. Like, I think people yeah, are like, well, that's like, what Biden is doing in his infrastructure plan is adding more hotspots to rural locations. I like that it's going to annoy some people. I know some people who go up north in Michigan and they're like, oh, it's great. There's no service. Like, that's a people good thing. People say that? Yeah. Bitch, turn your phone off. It is weird. No service. That just means that you're not addicted to your phone, but maybe I am, so just fuck me. That's what you're saying is that now I'm not allowed to be on my phone because you don't want to be on your phone? Like, if there's no service, that is only a negative thing for the people that wish there was service. It's not a positive thing for the the people who don't want to use their phone because they're not using their phone, so it doesn't matter to them. Anybody that says that is a dick. Who said it? Name them in the podcast right now. We're calling them out. You know, I'm I'm programmed by... The advertisements that come up on my <laughs> social media, they kind of like control my mind. Oh, the, man. The articles that come up when I Google. Don't get me started. It's kind of an echo chamber. And I just, uh, yeah. I feel like I don't. I can't think for myself anymore. I don't even know why I, I have these shoes. They told me to buy them and I bought them. Are they comfortable? I bought these. They're the best shoes I've ever well, worn. Well, then you're fucking welcome. They're my favorite color. And Chips. they're covered in... Garfields and they know I just 
If that's exactly yes. what you wanted, then what's the problem? It's the best Garfield shoe I've ever seen. I'm so controlled. I'm so happy that I get Target uh, Target ads. They're like, we know you're vegan, so maybe you want vegan stuff. And I'm like, you're right. I am vegan. I do want vegan stuff. Who's? What's the problem with this? All right, we're going on a tangent. That's another. Controlled. There's another. That's a topic for another day. Um, well, they did talk about uh, it in here, sure. but not at this point in the movie. So uh, then. Um, uh, for if I can move us along here, uh, there is a Chinese student who was silenced by her college. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. All right. One so, before this, that, sure. a note before this that I had. When the internet started, the media framed it as full of porn and scammers and said that it wasn't safe to put your credit card online. And it's just so funny now that that's what they're doing to crypto in many ways of saying like... They had a part later on that was like the Bitcoin obituary, and it was articles from 2010 until now that are like, like every year Bitcoin's saying like Bitcoin's die. dead, it's dead, it's, it's gonna dead. go bankrupt. It said, don't waste your it money. It said ten blah, different blah. ways that it was dead. <laughs> yeah, don't waste your money. It's a scam. It's not going. And they've every single year they've said that. And, and that's what the internet used to. I'm sure yeah, they did that with cars. Like, don't waste your money on those cars. It's oh, a scam. Man. Your family's going to fall off a mountain. <laughs> I don't know. So, yes. Um, and then they went into how there was a Chinese student uh, that was silenced by her college when she tried to report a sexual assault. So she wrote, uh, th- uh, she wrote this in code in an, uh, an Ethereum transaction that cost her 15 cents and attached the report into the metadata of that 15 cent transaction. Uh, so now, because of the way the blockchain works, uh, that story is there forever and cannot be removed. Yeah, it's permanently on the Ethereum blockchain. I have questions. Who's looking at the Ethereum blockchain? Is this like the Venmo-like messages where you can see what people bought each other? I don't get Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't it. know who the found only- this. It's very message in a bodily. Yeah, it's- I don't. I don't really get it, but um, I, I guess like maybe the hope would be if laws change in the future and you're allowed to something something. Oh, it's if like, like proof. if you're in court, yeah. I'm like if she went to court, like there's like I said that this happened on this date. It was published. Who is reading that? Yeah, or even seeing the code. If you're somebody who codes, you're like, yeah. oh, let's check out this Ethereum code and make sure there's nothing of oh, value man. on and here. And then someday there's going to be, what are those things in the newspaper where people are like, there is this person on the other side of the bar that I loved and I never had the courage to talk to. Oh, Craigslist, uh, missing missing persons. What do they call those? Misconnections? <laughs> misconnections, yeah, not missing persons. That's a whole... Into- is that- you're reading misconnections and missing cute. persons and you're just like, oh, he looks hot. And you're like, yeah, no, he's been missing for 10 years. I saw um, a cute blonde guy at the Applebee's. You looked at me, I looked at you, I was at the salad bar, yeah, the, blue so shirt. The misconnection, me. I wonder if there's going to be misconnection Bitcoin or uh, blockchain Ethereum. Uh, messages. So... I guess when they talk about Ethereum and what it can do, I understand the idea of metadata. Metadata is, well, I know from audio files that like MP3s, you can encrypt metadata within an MP3. And that's what happens when you put it in iTunes and it's got the album title, the length of the song, the... Mm, Already um, loaded up. The artist. 
it's there. You can add a picture. I think, yeah, you can have pictures now. But mm. anyway, um, the the metadata is there. So, I mean, that would be like giving somebody an MP3 and it's called, the the album title is My College Professor Raped Me. I'm in China. Yeah. Save me. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a hit. <laughs> and then it's just there as public. I mean, we read it and it was really confusing to understand uh, what was going on. Um, oh, so yeah, that, that, so the story of the Chinese student having the message in metadata, that's like the crypto version of that commercial where someone calls collect and when it asks for his name, he says, had a baby, it's a boy. That's like that version of it. There's a browser that pays you to use it. Say what? Yep. And that goes along with what we were talking about earlier about privacy and advertising and such. The mm-hmm. People have, people are mad about privacy and advertising and all that because they see it as a commodity. Like your attention mm, yeah. is being taken, your attention is a commodity and if you look at an advertisement, then you've given your attention and gotten nothing in return. Same with privacy. Mm. I don't know how privacy, though, factors into them paying you on this browser. But anyway, well, it's think, called... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. It's called Brave.com, I believe. Mm. And it, it it's like what you're doing is participating in what they end up making money on somehow. And I haven't done it yet, so I haven't looked into it enough. But I know that a lot of crypto and these browsers and blockchain technology and all that is that you and mining is you're participating in it. Like Bitcoin, they say, they said it later in the documentary, that the reason why they believe that it does as well as it does is partially because it doesn't have a father because... I forgot his name now. Natoshi Makamoto. I don't know where his name is. But anyway, the founder of Bitcoin mm-hmm. is not a person. Nobody knows who he is. Whatever that is, it's not a face you can put to the coin. Mm-hmm. And that, um, yeah, you can only imagine. There's so many ways that that has to help it because then so it feels, you, just, you don't trust the leader of anything. So, so it feels like everyone's participating in it. Yes, yeah, and we pay. So we, what you were saying earlier is, I, I think the way they said it is, we pay for the internet, uh, either with our attention or our privacy. And they were saying this browser, or at least the one they were talking about in the documentary, is an operating system on top of the Ethereum blockchain. So mm. somehow that's also a part of it. I don't claim to understand that yeah. to any deep degree, but I do want to. Get paid to go online, I guess. Yeah, I don't fun. know. Someone's gonna steal my house. I it sure. can't be I don't have a house. It can't be so take it. that easy. I don't know. Sometimes it just doesn't seem like oh, uh, no, I, too I good think, to be true. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably gonna take like uh, seven YouTube videos and hours of research to figure out how to install it. And That's then, also probably true. and then afterwards, you know, you're gonna get like three cents every seven hours. Yeah. The worst part about a lot of crypto is figuring out how to actually buy it. Coinbase, it's easy to buy stuff. Uh the other apps and the other small coins are complicated. And it's easier than it used to be. Jeff used to 
be on some website taking mm-hmm. a picture of his face next to his driver's license and <laughs> yeah to to like sign up there's a lot of protocol didn't you have to literally like write on a piece of paper yeah. i am jeff horst and to write like today's date uh like hold a picture i had to hold my id and a sheet of paper that would say my name and my date of birth and today's date like i forget exactly what what it but yeah and then there was one that just, I don't remember if you had money in it. I don't think you did. But there was one website that just shut down. Just, oh, yeah, if you had anything in there, they're gone now. Yeah, I didn't have money in that one. I had money in ones that were like, this is going, you're, if, if you have money in here by this date, it it won't be here anymore. Uh, like I, Vine. So I forget. It was so sad. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm so it was sad like, I yeah, lost my Vines. I had some, and yeah, and unlike, you know, maybe if the Vines I had, I considered to be money, uh, I would have. NFTs. I would have considered. Yeah, I would have taken it out, but uh, I didn't take out my my Vines. But I did take out the coins that I had on uh, those websites that were like, in 30 days, it'll this website's being taken down. I wrote down, why did I write this down? An operating system on top of Ethereum that allows people to have digital property rights. That's what the browser is. So uh, digital property rights is why is how you get paid because your digital property is your eyes looking at uh, something yeah. or your digital property is you being okay with sharing mm-hmm. something, whatever that may be. Maybe it's even data. If it's just like, oh, we want to know... If you're, mm. if you're white, you check yes, and then it's like, cool, thanks for that. Now we have this data that'll help us in the future for whatever. Sell you I white don't things. Know. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna sell you white stuff. Um, like Subarus. Uh, and then the only other note I wrote is that uh, Craig. There's a guy named Craig, and he's a he's a dick, and everybody in the crypto community hated him, and he claimed. To uh, I think he claimed to be the creator of Bitcoin. I really didn't understand that portion of the movie. I didn't understand. They it just either. trash a dude. They're like he's like a super villain. Then the guy yeah, was like playing chess him. with him. Oh, I love I love when I see like B roll stuff that I'm like, okay, did they play an entire game of chess and record it all, and then they only showed us a couple moves, or was it like, all right, let's just stand here. Can you just move a few chess pieces and? Uh, yeah, like that's what I want to know. Let's pretend that we played chess. I can't do his accent. Damn it! A lot of times when I Let's do an accent, pretend. I just—that's a vampire. <laughs> I was just an Indian man accent. <laughs> I don't know. So Bitcoin. Ah ah yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Terrible. Like- so another thing we learned, not in this documentary, but from a friend is that you can mine a coin called helium and there's a device that you hook up somehow in your house and it uh and it mines coins from the the air i don't really exactly know how mining works but i know that i could figure out how to do it now that they're making something simpler uh, for people that don't know how to make a computer in a cave like Tony Stark or something. And there's different... It, it, you, we were looking at the helium coin of a, of a way to mine the helium coin. But 
there are different coins that can be mined. So it's interesting that, you know, the more popular coins might not necessarily, you know, Ethereum is is hard to mine and you can't mine this one. But so there are different rules to it. So it's a helium hotspot and it provides a LoRa network. I believe that is used by UPS drivers and police so I think it's providing a hotspot, a network service for machines that UPS drivers and police use that in exchange a helium token or a part of a helium token is given to the person that has provided mm. this network. You didn't tell me that these are going to help the police. You're also making money off of the police. Oh, that sounds better. Yeah. So it can it when you mine ethereum from what I've understand it uses a graphics card. I don't know why. And um it uses a lot of electricity. They say that bitcoin, ethereum mining, crypto in general uses a lot of electricity. Like bad, like bad for the climate electricity amounts. This helium hotspot is small. It looks like a router, really. I don't know. It's small. And you put it in a window, and it uses allegedly a dollar of electricity a month. So that is my speed. They say it makes from $5 to 5000 every yeah, day. I, I took that as him saying that he typically makes $5 a day. Almost every day he makes $5. And at one point... He did get five thousand. He because he did preface it with like, "Look, I got five thousand dollars one day, but every other day I just got five. So even if it's just five dollars a day sitting there, it's that's considered a, passive that's a, income. Yeah, I mean that would be one hundred and fifty bucks a month to just for a dollar of electricity to just sit there. So I'm, re- I'm down. I looked up an article where a woman said she got one 11 months ago to write an article. She was just researching. And she was researching so much that she forgot to even look at how many tokens she got. And when she looked 11 months later, she made 10,876. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then she was like, but as of Thursday, it's actually 6,500 or 16,500. Because you make, let's say you make $5 that day. That's only $5 on that day. If helium goes up and it doubles, then you made $10 retroactively. Yeah, so you're making $5 worth of that coin. So yeah, as the price of the coin changes, then... So the other thing that we didn't talk about is Doge. Which we call Dodge. We did forever, and now I feel weird saying Doge. Until we heard other people say it out loud. Like Elon Musk's mom on SNL. Yeah, like we, I mean, when we read about it, I felt like it's like the same way that of uh, like reading a book, and then you see the movie, and then you're like, that's how you pronounce that character's name? In my head, that was not that. They were like, Hermione? I was like, that was Hermoine. It was (laughs) O-I-N-E, Harry Potter reference. Anyways, go on. We heard about Doge. Man, where do we hear about it? Nobody knows. Reddit? Oh my God, what? Well, it was Reddit, but we didn't hear about it from Reddit. Really? <sighs> or did we? There was Wall Street bets happening. 
And then maybe we did hear about it from Reddit. We were stalking Wall Street bets. We had, what, AMC? And then at that time, Doge was four cents. And let's not talk about it. You don't want to talk about it? Sure, talk about it. Okay, you don't have to talk about it. No, we got it now. Okay, so what everything they say about crypto, everything they say, everything I hear about crypto, especially with the smaller coins or the altcoins, they always say don't put in more than you have or more than it's like gambling, more than you're willing to lose. You just like think of it as throwing that money away. It's very difficult. So anyway, Jeff bought. I put it. I, I bought it at like four cents. I bought five hundred dollars worth, and it went up to nine cents. Uh, it more than doubled the money. So I should have at that point uh, taken, you know, taken out the profits. Just been like it doubled. I'm happy. That's five hundred. I, I made. I profited five hundred bucks. Maybe keep some of it in there. Uh, as well, and then you're just uh, then you're just gambling with profits. So then you, you, it's impossible for you to lose any money at this point, and you can still make money going in the going forward. Yay! That's the smart way to do it. I didn't do that at all. Uh, it went up, and I was like, "Well, maybe it's gonna go up. Maybe I'll just retire. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll just maybe I'm done with work. Huh? Who knows what's gonna happen?" And uh, it went down, and then it went lower so then at one point it went all the way down to like two cents and i'm like ah shit now i lost money um if i were to sell it right now so then it and then it went back to four like around four cents and it fluctuated there and then at that point just the thought of how i felt like i almost lost all the money at this point i I just sold it all broke even didn't keep any of it in there and uh because it was fluctuating so much and then I should have thought of the fact that it became so popular during that time frame. It's probably going to go up more than four cents at some point. And uh, it did. And so even now with it, it you know, it, it going down in, a, in the last few it's days. Said- 40 so something like 40 right cents, now 40 it something. went up to 70 75 pre Elon Musk because, but what- sure. Even at 40 cents, it's gone. That's 10 times more than the, I could have had yeah. 500 times 10. Yeah. That's the hard part about all of this. That's 5,000. This was, this was the first coin. This was considered <laughs> a meme coin. It doesn't do anything. Like Ethereum has the blockchain te- or uh, the uh, metadata and that one coin, I forgot what it's called now, Ledge, Prime Ledge or something. I don't know. That has the uh, works with uh, solar panels and wind energy. There are coins for specific needs that do a specific task that people find more value in because they are doing a thing and their money currency but dogecoin is a meme coin people are like so, the dog's does, cute end of story it's like it, so it's reddit a, and gen z but it's, it's still a currency though Bi- bitcoin is. doesn't do anything it, it but, ethereum does but bitcoin, bitcoin is just a is currency on, a blo- on the blockchain ah uh, okay Doge is a token. Sure. And so it doesn't do anything. Bitcoin does do something in the way that right. it exists in uh, code. But I just thought like in the comparison you're giving, I'm, I'm just like, it's, it's still, but it it's, was, it's still a, a, you could use it to buy stuff. Technically. Yeah, you can use, someday. that's what, that's what crypto is doing in making like anyone can make tokens. 
So you can, like when I was watching Elon Musk on SNL and watching Dogecoin go down while he was talking, like, oh, this all went up in anticipation of him. It To me, it was the first coin that's just based on popularity of people just know what it is. Mm-hmm. And then it was going down while he's talking. Like, okay, so if this guy says the N-word tomorrow, I lose all my money? What, if he's not funny on a TV show, this is just now no one goes to Mars and we don't have any money. Like it's, it's weird that something's based on there. I was like, he is a nerd and I would buy Snoop Dogg money. I think because I really feel like Snoop Dogg could sell a coin. Wow. Like you'd have a token. Cause I, it's all based on no, the I believe dog's you, and I, I just, I just want to know how long when you started that whole spiel, did you know you were going to end with Snoop Dogg coin? I said it while I was watching SNL. I was like, Oh man, uh, look at our money go down. But there's other meme coins. Now there's other, and there, what's that dog again? Shiba Inu? Shiba. Yeah. The Doge coin, uh, the logo is a Shiba Inu. It's a meme. And now there's other Shiba Inus. Why Shiba Inu is now the dog of cryptocurrency? That's weird. In the documentary, dude's got a Shiba Inu. Doesn't even talk about it. No, no reference to... A, do- I don't even think they mentioned Dogecoin. No, they they, just, they just had this dog. Because he's the meme coin dog. So like the crypto's sponsored by a breed of dog that's weird. I mean, everything else, I mean, but the other thing, a dog sponsor is better than what is, is better than what a bank mascot. What do you mean? Yeah. But I mean, it's based on popularity and just what, what Gen Z decides they want to click on. But the other thing that's interesting is NFTs. NFT stands for non-fungible token. Did I say it? Fungible? Non-fungible token. I don't know how to say that. Anyway, for example, a Bitcoin is fungible. Trade one for another Bitcoin and you'll have exactly the same thing. A one-of-a-kind trading card, however, is non-fungible. If you traded it for a different card, you'd have something completely different. You gave up a Squirtle and got, of course, a Squirtle. It's like Pokemon for real though. You gave up a Squirtle and got a 1909 T206 Honus Wagner. I don't know what that means. Oh, wow. So in this example that you're reading, what I love about this is they didn't even say Pokemon card. Oh, I get it now. They didn't, they didn't even mention Pokemon. They were just like, if you don't know what a Squirtle is, I don't even know why the fuck you're on this nerd website. (laughs) (laughs) You just know what a Squirtle, and the other one is a baseball card. That's what that is. That's why I was like reading it like a weirdo because anyway, so yeah, it's, It's like collectibles. What I'll never understand is why somebody wants a -a one-of-a-kind thing. Is this just finally rich people have run out of stuff to spend money on? It might be. And they just want the original? Yeah, I want to spend money on ideas. Because the the digital realm, you can't have an original of something, or allegedly you're not supposed to. you, You can always copy it. Like, how would you know? But there's an authentication that is on NFTs allegedly, that I just don't get it. If you, I mean, they're memes, they're pictures, art, digital art. Like a friend of mine sells digital art. It's an NFT. They're on his Instagram. So if I take a screenshot of it, why is the guy that bought it different than me? Is it bragging rights? He says it's bragging rights. That's the only thing I can think of. And you think it's nothing. I so want, that's why I, I, gotta, I, I, can't, I can't leave it blank. 
what I wanted to be is I wanted to be this high res art that is like, like how televisions have turned, like the 4K to the nth degree of art. And then somehow somebody buys uh, something to show that art that's this What's yeah. the word? This resolution yeah, that, that is beyond. Yeah, you and want, because there's a gallery, magic. there's an NFT gallery in Venice. Okay. And I want to go to it. And I want it you know to what? be We this, are going to go to it. How about that? I just want it to be this crazy high resolution cool thing. Like I want I want to get something from it, not say I have I bought a tweet from I don't even know who's worth buying a tweet from in NFT land. Yeah, it it's not it's it's too early for it to make sense. I mean, it took us years for us to understand that money could exist without me holding it. So, not understanding it is is fine. But it is. It's mostly not from what I've read. Mostly now used for digital art, and it's just weird for this for art to creep its way into finances. Yeah. I'm looking through this NFT uh, article and it says, what do you think of the $3,600 Gucci ghost? And there's just a picture of a ghost made out of Gucci logos. But you get that it's moving though, right? Nope. Oh, really? Yeah, no, it's a magic eye thing where the it's moving if you just stare at it. Weird. So, do you see it now? Yes, I okay. do. Okay. So the last... Sold for three thousand six hundred, and the current owner is asking for sixteen thousand three hundred. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You buy it so you can sell it. I'm just oh, okay. So that's why there are some artists that are selling a finite amount of their music. They're selling. I know. So there's some people that, that are I like, get. Kind there's some of. people that are like, okay, I'm selling a hundred copies of my album. Then when you're done listening to it you can also make money off of reselling it. So you can yes. sell it back to other people once you are once you got what you want from it. Um, I also used to tape songs so that's off pretty, the radio. That's pretty cool because not only are you making money off of it, you're, you're kind of, it's an economy spreading thing. Like in this article, it says, whoever got that Monet, they have a Monet as an example of like a piece of art, can actually appreciate it as a physical object. With digital art, a copy is literally as good as the original. That's how I feel. And then it says, but the flex of owning an original Beeple, that ghost, what, I just, you just have to become, and then you have to show it. How are you showing, at least with art, if you walk into someone's house, you're like, oh my God, you have a Salvador Dali? Like yeah. this way, you, what is you it have, on your phone? You, is it on? Well, let, let's say you have it on the wall and then next to it, well, hold on, I'm doing my bit. Then you have it on the wall. digital. Shh. Then you have it on the wall. Uh, no, digital. Digital just means, what do you mean? You can have digital art on a wall. Oh, you mean print it? Yeah. Well, shit, the, the you can have it. You can have a giant fucking iPad on the wall. What I'm saying is, is you have That's the digital cool. art on the wall and then you have the, uh, the link of the metadata, like showing that it's, uh, showing that, proving that you have the original right next to it. Like showing the receipts. Uh, and then that's how you flex on people. You're like, I got this thing and this is and then this is what makes it cool. I don't even know. I need to I need to hang out with a rich person who has an NFT and just wait for them to tell me they have one. How long will it take? 
we'll do a test. How long it takes before they find before out you're vegan or he finds out or we find out he has an NFT. And we're both strangers? Well, I don't know. I don't know anyone with an NFT, so I guess the guy's going to have to be a stranger for a while. I mean, who knows? I mean, somebody. I mean, but you're saying you don't know anybody with an NFT because that's they haven't said it to us. There could be a person that we that we've already known, and then at some point they tell us, "Hey, I got an NFT." I guess. You just don't think that you hang out with people that no. can ever get an NFT? Because I don't know anybody who has the mentality of, "Yay, I have the original of insert thing here." It's collecting. It's collecting without having to put it anywhere. So there's that. Yeah, some people just like to... I, I can imagine like Star Wars art and shit. Like I can't... I can imagine this being a thing. Anybody that's like in the, the top level of nerdum of any specific category, there's people that just like to be the ones that can say, I, ha- I have the original this. Yeah, I think I gave up on collecting mentality. Yeah. I used to collect homies. They were a quarter out of the <laughs> vending machine thingy, gumball machine. Man, yeah. I love homies. Yeah, we got some. Yeah. I got the homies on display. I would rather have homies than NFTs so far. I can hold them in my hand. I guess I'm old oh, like that. Oh, yeah, you're old. I want to hold my homies. Um. So what do you think about the Cretopia? It's good. It explained a lot. It just didn't explain still the core of Bitcoin to me in the very, very simplest terms because I feel like sometimes I can understand um, larger concepts about certain things and then I don't know exactly what the what the original, just the... Uh, I think... I, like the concept, the basic, basic, basic concept of something. Kind of like... So, I mean, I don't even know how cars run, but I probably know some weird stuff about a car that I don't need to know, but I also don't know, like, the you turn the key, and then that goes to the that, and that goes to the that. I don't mm. know. So just... But that's more specific. That's not as No, like a that's child. the basic child, the, how does a car work? So to me, if Gas I was going to... Gas goes in, and you turn the key, and that's the ignition, but, and it... So this is Bitcoin to me as like a child. It's it's digital money that, or I would say cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is digital money that the technology that allows it to operate can also do some other shit. Bitcoin can't really do some other shit. That's why I said crypto. Oh, okay. But all crypto can't do other shit because there's tokens and tokens don't sure. do anything. So, so yeah, that's so- not, that's just Ethereum really. No, it's or, not just Ethereum. There's other ones. Ethereum so saying, so, blockchain yeah. so, so type. The t- so it can or it can't. You're getting picky right all, now. All, all I'm saying is that what confuses me all the time is the address. Like there's a Bitcoin address that is kept on a ledger. And then the ledger fills up a block. And then when that block is filled, mm-hmm. it attaches to another block to yeah. create a chain. I get what I'm saying. I, I hear my words. I see it in my head. I don't see it in in so, where it is. Is this on a server? Th- is so this, this in is a, what I want to know. That's what I go and Maybe nuts. it's the same question that you have. So when people say that this is something that everybody can view, 
How does somebody do that? Yes. Like I think it's while like when there is Everybody a, says that it's clear and that it's see-through and it's transparent and it's out in the open and it's 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 public but you can't change it. And it's like, okay, so it's public, so do I go how do I where do I go to see this? Cuz the vault they were showing that was inside of a mountain and it had a bunch of servers in it and they said the these are bitcoin wallets that i guess is where some bitcoin is are they all is bitcoin all in mountains that's the thing where i sound stupid when i try to go to that basic level of it but other things like if you I google is bitcoin understand. in mountains <laughs> other things like the metadata on the ethereum blockchain or the um which coins are have been around longer and have more stability than altcoins than what is the difference between a meme coin and a token and i can get that to a degree that's what's driving me nuts is just wanting to know the very basic of where bitcoin is in phys i'm just trying to be too physical space probably mm -hmm. yeah that was about it we learned a lot um hopefully you guys learned something I want to do. I want to follow up. I want to follow up with people who have more information and can yeah. help us. Right now, we were uh, just interviewing so, a movie. Yeah, there has to be a lot of people like us that are like, "That's interesting. Let me figure it out." Oh, this is hard to understand. Fuck it. I don't care anymore. Well, there I has to be a lot of people that are like that, and so uh, hopefully, somebody learned something. Yeah, I see a lot of Facebook statuses that randomly that'll be like, can someone explain crypto to me? And that's, that's just a, the That's status. so funny. It's like there's these people that are like the smartest people in the fucking world and they can't explain it to us in, the, in a documentary. But you think just a friend of yours on Facebook is just going to real quick just explain to you what it is. And then they just comment, doge to the moon. <laughs> like, put a dog. <laughs> Like, um, I don't know. Are those people that uh, friend try to friend you, friend request you on Facebook or send you a message on Instagram? Oh, my God. Then, Did you say Bitcoin University? A, There's a picture of a Bitcoin. They have a plate full of Bitcoins. A, pl a plate full of Bitcoins. They just, it's them standing next to expensive things. Oh, my God. A guy messaged me recently and he said, like, how are you? And I like to give some people that are spammy uh, bots uh, I like to give them what I think they want. I I, 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 I I like to lead them on. I think it's funny. So he's like, he's like, how are you? And I said, uh, I, something to the effect of like, I'm uh, I'm good, but I could be better. Like I, I led him on to like him. Now he's gonna ask the question, what's wrong? And he said, what's wrong? And then I said, I just <laughs> I want I just want to find a way to have passive income. <laughs> God. <laughs> He responded in like three seconds. He's like, oh my God, I got him. I got a live one. I got a live one. Have I got something for you? Have you heard of cryptocurrency? It can change your life. Just send me your bank account number and I'll send one over right away. How many Bitcoins do you want, sir? Yeah. Four of them. Right this way. He didn't look like he talked like that. He looked, he looked like the rich bad guy in a movie. I'll help you. Yeah, that's how he talked. He was, he looked like he was like every, he, he unbuttoned the top button or the, the top few buttons and showed his, his chest hair, but like he, like in an expensive suit, which is always funny to me where it's like, you have such a nice suit, 
but then you just got your fucking dirty ass chest hair on the top yeah. of it. Like just, just <laughs> that's so funny to me. Um, I think we're good. I think we're good. Everybody keep your head up. Keep it righteous. My name is Sway and I'm out. Oh God. You're going to buy Sway coin. I'd buy Sway coin. Sway Dizzle coin. Yeah, yeah. I went back to Snoop. Oh my I God. I, did Pornhub coin. That's it. That's that. Well, just a, t- a coin with titties. It's just, I mean, porn runs the internet as it is. It's the most profitable, most diverse, progressive thing on the internet. So, there's probably already porn crypto. Let's Google it right now. Porn coin. Just type in Okay, porn crypto. What's the vice? Oh yeah. What's the vice industry token? A crypto, a crypto for, for porn. A crypto for porn an article about getting paid to watch porn might be a fantasy for some but the vice industry token is attempting to make it a reality Uh uh-oh oh shit here goes my boyfriend getting paid to do what he does every day this is two years ago you missed out on two years oh my god two years with a jacket off that i (laughs) this is gonna be like blaine hill's joke about Not spending a long time jacking off. Now he is going to have to play Jodeci. Mm, yeah, I'm going to have to get to it. So um, Jeff's going to go jack off for money and we'll see y'all later. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yes. Find us on social media. I am at Esther Toy, E-S-T-H-E-R-T-O-I on all social media. And I am at Jeff Horst, J-E-F-F-H-O-R-S-T-E on all social media and TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I don't know why I led with TikTok. I'm rarely on there. Twitter, all the things. And follow our podcast. We're freaking out is our Instagram name, no apostrophe. Subscribe, like, share, tell your friends. Check out our other podcast. It's called That's My Shit, where each of us plays um, something from pop culture during the era that we grew up with, and we have an age difference, so the other one reacts to it. Good times. Yeah. We are part of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Check out all the other podcasts on the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Planet Ant is a non-for-profit theater in... Hamtramck, Michigan. And also check out the Planet Ant home team every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Central, not Central, 4.30 p.m. Pacific on Facebook Live, YouTube Live. It's a live improv show, longest running improv show in Michigan. And thank you for listening. Check out our future episodes you can listen to all of our older episodes wherever you listen to podcasts go buy some crypto yeah yeah don't get mad at us if it fails but do it yeah do it but we didn't tell you to yeah this isn't financial advice but yeah do, but, but you should but you should though yeah all right peace love you this has been a production of planet amp podcast powered by pinecast